back to another episode of the Our City of Buck Perspective. Man, it's been a long time, but it is a wondrous Friday. I am so sorry. I have not uploaded in probably the last four days, five days. I'm not exactly sure. But guys, a whole slew of podcasts, five of them to be specific, are ready to go beginning, upcoming on Monday. I'm still hoping that I get this desire map done by at least tomorrow, if not Sunday, so that we are able to get the podcast done coming up next Wednesday. But nonetheless, guys, here we go. Let's talk about something, all right? You need to show your work. You have to show your work. Have you guys ever watched Day After Tomorrow, circa 2004? That was uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Is that, is that his name? Jake Gyllenhaal and that other guy, Dennis Quaid? Unfortunately, he's, yeah, his political views are pretty fucked up. But anyways, these two starred in that movie along with that gorgeous uh, girl. I don't even know what her name is. Uh, but nonetheless, him and his father were driving, right? And his father was dropping him off. Apparently, his son had gotten an F on his test because, you know, his calculus teacher decided to give it to him. And so he was like, well, what happened? He was like, well, I didn't show him the work. And he's like, why didn't you show him the work? He's like, well, I do it in my head. And this is the problem with a lot of people, entrepreneurs and everyone out there. You're unwilling to show your work. But you just want to come up with the end result. And so think about it. You know, when you were in school and everything, you solved the problem and she, you know, you stand up and you say, oh, the answer is 365,244 decimal point, the square root of my ass. You do and say all of that. The professor is going to say, okay, show your work. In calculus, you must show your work. So what is the premise behind a teacher asking you to show your work? Well, it's simply because they are challenging you to see if you understand the process and you could go through the process before achieving the end result. And a lot of you are unwilling to do that. A lot of poor mindset, a lot of these ridiculous ass dumb posters and this, these garbage Instagrams, you know, they're saying, oh, you know, how to become a millionaire, how to become a billionaire. And you get all these broken mindset people saying, I want to become a millionaire, but you don't even want to endure the process. You don't want to become a millionaire. You just want what millionaires have. That's all there is to it. So when you talk about showing your work, and this is why, you know, Gary Vee had become such a hit back in, you know, 2018. It's because he would walk everyone through his life on a routine basis in terms of the ridiculous ass hustle culture, regardless of my opinion. But he would walk people through that to see how great his hustle was or how his work ethic was and everything. And so what ends up happening is because he's able to show people the process, that's why he ended up getting so many of these hustle culture followers especially the rap game, because it's always about the hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind. But me, I want to focus more on the bigger picture, because when we look at me and what I do, it is so critical as a teacher, as a, a, a teacher, I'm only saying that from like my day job, but as a trainer, as an online coach, to show people the process in terms of not only what I've been through out here in Thailand, and I love talking about it. But even in regards to my entrepreneurship and coaching and my online coaching, because there are so many fakes out there that are unwilling to build a YouTube, to start up a podcast, to start a blog, to walk people through the process so that they can understand the process regardless of the end result. This is the most critical component of anything. Because guess what? 
if you look at, let's say, Ty Lopez. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. Uh, I don't think he's around that much anymore. Uh, he pretty much disappeared. But he was like, oh, you know, I'm here in my garage. All right, that was the big thing. I think this was like 20, 2016. And he was sitting in a house, got a Lamborghini, got all this stuff. And he never showed anyone the process. He's just an internet marketer. This is how he was able to sell to so many broken minds out there because people immediately, and especially men, which was basically his target audience, the majority of his target audience was men. They were uh, trying to achieve this, achieve this type of materialism. And so without showing them the process in terms of, Ty, walk me through your life. Ty, do you have a book? Ty, talk to me about how you implement all these different things into your life to achieve this. He did none of that. He said, buy my course. It's X amount of dollars. And apparently that course was a base, it was basically, you know, Jack Canfield's uh, book. And the, what is it, the 66, 67 principles that he made about, what, 10, 15 years ago? See, when you're unwilling to show me your process, I don't believe you. This is why Brendan Bouchard, he shows me the process a little bit. Gary Vee, when I used to watch him about three years ago, he would show that process, although it was completely unrelatable to what I needed to attain. But when I'm looking and I look at it from a student's perspective, if I'm looking for an online trainer, I want to see that he knows exactly what the fuck he's talking about. Do you have podcasts? Can you walk me through the process for free through a video? And I'm able to see, oh, okay, I understand now. Okay, I understand what you did here. I understand what you did there. Okay, now I'm going to execute on this by doing this. This is how I was able to get online clients going straight into my email box. Because it was so critical to show them exactly how I would get them from point A to point B. When you show people your process, when you show people, you know, when, and with unapologetically your story and share your story, everyone knows the story that I used to tell before uh, last year, before April, about my family, about my brother. Everyone knows that. And it's because I'm not afraid to share that because it's my story. And now that you know everything about me and my story, I have nothing to hide, nothing to do, nothing. So here it is and here I am for who I am. But a lot of these people, Lewis Hose, no. Um, who, who, uh, Simon Sinek, no. Tom Bill, you fuck no. He just brings people, he's just an interviewer. But this guy apparently owns a billion dollar company. And it's like, dude, like you're only uh, you you're basically his target audience is obviously the top 5% educated with the big you know the big word used in motherfuckers you know what i'm saying but he has never shown me his process how the hell did you develop the company show me talk to me show me exactly what you did every day he doesn't talk about any of this so i cannot give you any of that you know pat flynn he shares it just a little bit back in 2008. He was laid off from his company and this happened and that happened. When he started up, there was another guy. He's a little, he's really good. But again, Pat Flynn, you know, love him like I do my next breath. Trent Shelton, he shares his story. People who are willing to share their story, I'm able to open up to them. But people who don't, I'm like, bro, you're not telling me your story. There is so, like, like Dr. Joe Dispenza. I can't relate to you, not one fucking bit. Show me one bit, whereas you are relatable to me. Like Eric Thomas. I'm more relatable to him than Gary Vee because Gary Vee, 
He said he he makes it sound like oh I came from the Soviet Reu uh, Union or Soviet Union is that what you, Soviet uh, is that what they call it the Soviet whatever Soviet Russia let's just call it that way I came from there and I came to America and we came with very little nothing no, bro your father was already pretty wealthy at the time it's and the only reason why I'm saying this is because it's, I can't relate to you you're only speaking to the smallest fraction of the world regardless of how many YouTuber, you know, followers you have on Instagram. And it's a small fraction of the educated world. You cannot pierce the uneducated. And Eric Thomas coming from a background where he ran away from home. He had a trash can. He was homeless to where he is now. He shares his story. People, you have to be, un you have to be willing to show your process. I've shared my process on so many different occasions. I love talking about it. Some people may get bored. This is probably why there are only five to 10 plays on this specific podcast. Why? Because uh, I guess people just, they don't like hearing the process. I don't know, but I love what I do regardless. So regardless if people are listening to me or not, this is what I love to do. Because I know the very little people who I'm listening to, you know, who are listening to me, I'm making a difference in their lives. And they see that through all these books that I cover, the High Performance Planner, okay, Brennan Bashar's this, and all these different things, they see how I implement everything into my life through so, uh, storytelling. This is how I show it. Like a business English professor, like, or business English trainer. People are like, okay, well, show me how you teach. Listen to my podcast. Can you do a t-shirt demo? Here are some videos. Can you do this? Here's this. I have all of the capabilities. I have my intent, my integrity, capabilities, and I've proven all the results. So I don't need to prove to anyone anymore. I just am. And if someone comes to me and says, oh, you know, can you show me a video? I'm like, do you not know who I am? And I'm not saying that in a braggadocious type of way. But I've already proven to, uh, uh, not proven, I have... Thousands of videos, thousands of podcasts out there. So you should go check that out and then come talk to me later. If not, okay, all the best to you. Goodbye. Like, I don't, I don't have anything to prove to you. If you don't know who I am, then we're wasting time. You're wasting my time. But for people who follow me on my podcast, they know exactly who I am, and they're already willing to pay right off the back. So are you willing to show everyone your true self? so that they could literally attach themselves to your story and follow you along this journey? Or are you just going to be that person saying, yeah, I'm a, you, you, man. And again, to top off this podcast, Luke and I, when we had the motivational mentors, we had so many fabricated and fake podcasts with people who, who were completely unwilling to show their story. I remember there was a guy from Tanzania. You guys could probably hear that podcast. It was back in 2019. A very ego-driven individual. And all he would say is like, yeah, I made this company this million, this million, this million or that million, or tens of millions. And Tony Robbins is the same type of guy jumping a story. Oh, you know, this guy's now making two billion sales. I did this, and now he's making three billion sales, and now I'm making, he's making half a billion. Fuck off, Tony. Show me exactly how difficult it was for you when you were a child. Oh, I only had this money, that money, my mother. You made it sound like that. But to be honest with you, you had a phenomenal upbringing. Don't bullshit me. So, again, going back to the people who we brought on to the Motivational Mentors. Yeah, you know, I'm a six-figure. I made this much in sales. Who gives a fuck 
And if you're telling me that right off the back, I know exactly that you're money center and I really want nothing to do with you. This is why I don't have many American followers. And this is what I'm so happy about because in five years doing my podcast, three years doing my ESL podcast, I have yet to have one negative review. Why? Well, because I am not in that type of negative environment. I do not have Americans that follow me. I do not have many people from the UK that follow me. And it's phenomenal. What are they going to possibly say about me? What could you possibly say about me? I mean, I'm just too well-spoken. You have, you can't say a goddamn thing to me. And this is why I have zero African-American followers. Because, I mean, I'm just the best at what I do. And they don't want to hear that bullshit. They want to hear more of a negative person that's like, like has a mindset with them. Like on their same level. So when you show who you are, you're going to attract your herd. When you attract that herd, that's when you can continue going on, walking as a shepherd and your herd in the back or in the front. doesn't really matter. Walk with them, just what I would prefer, and that's how you're going to end up building your entire brand. So in saying that, people, thanks so much for tuning in to another wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective podcast. Stay tuned for more over and out.